This is Anthony and Arena, and you're listening to In the Arena. And that was also Anthony and Arena. That was my band, Bad Reputation, circa 1991, Los Angeles, California. I don't remember where we recorded it. I know it was an eight track machine, so we had eight tracks to work with. And I remember doing the vocal tracks twice and singing my own backups. Ronnie's the on guitar with a heavy, heavy sound that just took up all of the space in any room we were ever in. And Kevin on the bass and Mike on the drums. And that song was called So Evil, and uh, it sounded like the time of uh, the the place where we were. It was Los Angeles in the early 90s, and that's what things sounded like. I sounded like a cross between Bon Scott and Brian Johnson because that was probably the comfort zone for me singing when I was singing hard rock like that. And I put that here for a couple reasons. One, because Million Dollar Bill sent me a direct message on Twitter asking why there was no music at the front or the end of the podcast, and I didn't really have a good answer for that, except I haven't decided what this show is going to be when we're done with it. What's the structure going to look like? We'll figure that out as we go. And the second reason, because I want to go back to a post I did on LinkedIn, and I want to riff on this for a few minutes, and the post is called The Person Who Comes After the Person You Are Now. And if you want to go check that out, go to LinkedIn, go to my profile, and look at the post, and you'll find a picture that will, if if you have any sense of humor at all, I promise will make you laugh. Okay, this episode of In the Arena is sponsored by B2BSalesTraining.com. Go out there and check out the program. You're going to find onboarding. You're going to find fundamentals. You're going to find advanced strategies in sales. You're going to find... Uh, inspiration. You're going to find simulators and you're going to find coach, which is uh, answers to all of the challenges, prompts, and objections you hear from clients. So go check that out. A girl once took a picture of me and when I posted this, which was September of 2016, she had just posted it on Facebook. And I'm probably 19 years old in the photo. I'm with my brother. I'm with the band's first guitarist. And I'm with the band's second drummer. This was Bad Reputation 2.0 because we lost our first drummer for reasons I can't remember. But we went through enough of them that we might as well have been spinal tap at some point. My straight hair in this picture had been permed and then blown dry upside down. The hairspray of the day was called Aquanet, and it was really a form of liquid cement designed to hold your hair in place during hurricane force winds. It was like unbelievable concrete for your hair. I'm absolutely certain in this picture I'm wearing eyeliner, a tank top, a woman's necklace, and two of those items were either given to me by my mom or I took them without her permission. Only my uh, left ear is pierced in an act of defiance during my first year of high school when I was forced to cut my hair, and my right ear would be pierced within the year. The picture was taken at a rehearsal studio we had, and Chad, our guitar player's dad, had this house that he had, and it had a garage behind it that had been turned into an office, and he gave it to us for a place to rehearse, and we literally were there every single night of the week from about 6 o'clock until 10 when we were supposed to turn off all of the music, and mostly we did. Uh, If you're going to be a rock star, you have to look like a rock star. How else will anybody know that you're a rock star if you don't identify yourself as such? And this is still true, by the way. So I want to talk about then and now. The person in the picture is not the person I am now. That person couldn't be the person I am now because he wasn't capable of that at that time. We did have some things that were still in common. So the person in the picture required his band to rehearse every single night of the week. 
If we were going to go out to see other bands, we were doing it after rehearsal. If you had a family event, we rehearsed before the event or after the event, but we rehearsed. We worked harder than anyone else. There was no band working harder than we did, mostly because we needed to. And the fact of the matter was we got a lot of accolades for uh, writing our own songs, but because our guitarist wasn't good enough to play anybody else's songs, we had to write our own songs. It wasn't the choice that we made. It was that we weren't good enough to cover other bands at that time. The person in the picture that you can see on LinkedIn was also taking voice lessons. I was investing in myself and the vision that I had, even when I had little time to invest. So at the time, I'm paying $35 a half hour for voice lessons from Michelle Horsfield, who was probably 78 at the time. And uh, it took me probably 10 hours to make that much money. But every week I would drive down to her house and get the voice lesson so that I could get better and become more proficient at what I wanted to do. The person in the picture is also a salesman. I booked every single gig that the band ever had, including the one that we forgot until about four hours before the show. And luckily, we heard an announcement on the radio that day that we were playing and we showed up to a packed house uh, that was almost a packed house with no band because we literally forgot we had a gig. There are a lot of other similarities, but nothing really noteworthy. But what's noteworthy is what's different. And this is about growth and potential in who comes next after the person you are now. So when I looked at this picture, I thought the person in this picture really had no real vision of what was possible. Uh, he's completely oblivious to his true potential. He doesn't have any real models of success at the time, and it'll be years before his mother is a successful entrepreneur and a great example, although she was a great example of someone with a work ethic that could not be beat. Most of his friends will have already dropped out of high school before this picture is even taken, and none of them will have ever gone to college. His values were nothing like mine now. He cares only about his family and his little tribe. He's selfish and inconsiderate. He operates from a place of fear and scarcity. His tribe is his protection. And his beliefs and his behaviors at that time are unrecognizable to me now. So if you've ever been 17 or 19, you may relate to this. There's a person that came after this one when I turned 25 years old and had a brain surgery. But to become that person... I had to stop being the person that was in that picture. And then there was the person that came next after that, this time at 38 years old. And becoming that person required that I had to stop being the person that I was between 25 and 38 years old. And I'm a different person now. To become the person who comes after the person you are now, you have to stop being the person you are right now. You have to shed the beliefs and the behaviors that don't align with the next version of you, the better self that's already inside you right now, if you can unlock it. So what I challenge you with in this podcast is, what does the person who comes after the person you are now look like? What does that person believe and what are you doing now that's in conflict with what you want in the future? What part of you do you have to shed to become the person that comes next? And that's literally what it is for me. I'm riffing here because that's what I do on this podcast right now. I don't know if this will be the final format or not, but I'm riffing. It's interesting to me that you get locked into a certain set of beliefs and a certain set of behaviors and ultimately to become the version of you that's after the version you are right now, you have to start taking a look at that and say, is this what I want for me? Do these beliefs serve me? Do these behaviors serve me? And if you decide that they don't, then you have to start looking and seeking out other beliefs and other behaviors that can serve you better. You have to take a look at things that make you uncomfortable. If you're really interested in growth, if you're really interested in transformation, 
you have to take a look around and say, what makes me uncomfortable? What, when I see it or when I hear it, makes me feel like there's something about that that bothers me. There's something that I don't like about that. And it's some part of you that you still have to address. So you have to take a look. You have to challenge yourself to look at the part of you that you don't want to see or the part of you that you don't want to deal with. And then you have to make the decision to do something different. And it starts with a different set of beliefs, and the beliefs lead to a different set of behaviors. And those different beliefs and the different behaviors are new actions. And that's how you transform and become a better version of yourself over time. There is a person who comes after the person you are now, but you've got to do the work to bring that person to life. And that's what this podcast is all about. Okay, I'm Anthony Anarino. You can find me at thesalesblog.com where I publish daily. You can also find me at youtube.com forward slash Anarino. When you go to either one of those places, we're going to ask you to sign up for the newsletter, thesalesblog.com forward slash newsletter. My best work every Sunday in your inbox Sunday morning so that you can hit the ground running on Monday. If you like this podcast, please do me the favor of giving it a review on iTunes and also uh, give it five stars and share it so that other people can find this content. I appreciate you being here and I appreciate you letting me share this with you. Do go out and check uh, b2bsalestraining.com and b2bsalestoolkit.com. And until next time, I'll see you here in the arena.